Thanks for tuning in to the Prime Bookseller Podcast, the bi-weekly podcast discussing all things Amazon bookselling. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Prime Bookselling. I'm Eric and we're back with another episode. Today we're going to be talking about something that it might seem like a more advanced topic for a beginning seller, but it is a topic that I feel very strongly about all booksellers need to be aware of and need to be thinking about from day one of getting into this business. And that that is the idea of how do you protect this business once you've started it. And what I mean by that is, I believe we discussed this in a previous episode when we talked about like the downfalls of selling on Amazon. And one of the biggest things with selling on Amazon is that Though you're selling inventory to millions and millions of customers, you really are only selling to one customer because Amazon themselves, it's a platform. Amazon owns that platform, controls that platform, and at any point in time, for whatever re- reason they might decide, they can look at you and say, hey, we're not going to let you sell on this platform anymore. So your millions of customers come from one customer, and that's a very dangerous game to play. And... How do you protect yourself from from never having that happen? And and what I see from most beginning booksellers, they get into this business and they start having success and they start to, to have the viewpoint that, well, Amazon would never do that to me because, because you know, I'm making them a lot of money. They're making me a lot of money. It's a great partnership. Why would they ever even consider getting rid of me? And that is a wrong, wrong way to approach it. Go ahead. I don't, I'm not even going to venture to guess what the numbers are, but go ahead and go on and look online and see how much Amazon does in sales. Compare that to the sales that you're making through their platform and really think to yourself, do you think Amazon cares if you go away? Because if you do think that they care, you're very wrong. They don't care. They're very happy to suspend anybody. And you will see it follow Facebook groups and where people are talking about being suspended. I mean, they're selling, they're suspending million dollar sellers every day. I say this because I want you to be aware of it. I don't, I don't want to scare anybody into thinking, well, I'm not going to sell on that platform. That sounds terrible. And it isn't terrible because like like we said in the up and upsides and downsides of selling on Amazon, it's the upsides are way greater than the downsides to Amazon. But there are downsides and you have to deal with those downsides. And so what are the things that you can do from day one to help protect yourself from Amazon? And the beauty of it is probably in the last five years, Amazon has made gaping steps to to make it very clear to you what status your Amazon account is in. And what I mean by that is is that five years ago, you know, when somebody got suspended, they really, for the most part, didn't have any idea it was even coming because there was no real way to tell, oh, you know, what is Amazon tracking and what are they mad at me for doing? What have I done wrong? They might send out some obscure email every once in a while to tell you that something happened, but you, the emails were crafted in such a way where you had really no idea that how big of a deal it was. It more or less sounded like, hey, we're just letting you know that this happened, 
But then they would put a t- little tagline at the bottom that said, if this continues to happen, we may suspend your account. And then one day, you would just get your account suspended and would be all over. So the beauty of it is now, modern day, they do have tools. They have, if you go into your Seller Central account, you can look at, there is a tab right on there that says performance. And you go into the performance and they have all the breakdown of all the things that they measure. You can see how you're performing in there. And as well, the most important thing is there is a little counter. There's like a little bar up at the top that puts you into green, yellow, and red. And obviously, I, if anybody can't figure it out, green is good, yellow is, eh, it's getting, not getting good. And red is, hey, there's problems here and you're, you need to fix something. So the first thing to protect your Amazon business that you want to do is to familiarize, familiarize yourself with that, look at the things that they're tracking, understand what those things are. I'm not going to break down each specific one because that's just too much for this episode. But go in there and look. They're pretty clear on what they're talking about, what you know, what the things are that they're measuring. Look at them, understand them, and try to, and and make it a point as you're be growing your business to continually monitor that because that's going to tell you everything. You'll know as soon as you know if you're getting into a bad spot. The other thing to monitor a lot of is is watch for emails. Amazon will send you a ton of emails, so it be, can become confusing on which ones are actually important to to monitor. But anytime you have a mo- an email come through from Amazon and it says action required, that could pretend, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but it could very well mean a bad thing. So read that email, try to understand what it is. And very important is generally when it's a bad thing that they're sending you, somewhere in that email, they will mention that if this continues to happen, you could have your account suspended. So just watch for that. So if you see that in the email, you know that there's something wrong. Now you have to go back to your performance notification and... And just see, okay, what happened? Like, like it should show up in there if it truly is a big problem. And if it does show up in there. Now, once they show up in there, this is where it kind of gets hard. Because if they show up in there, being that you're an Amazon bookseller and you're selling used products, it's very, very hard. Everything that you would submit to Amazon is everything... To get any of these hits removed from your account, you almost have to have an invoice. And in every bookseller that I know, Amazon won't accept an invoice from you. They just won't. Because the way you're sourcing your books are not a recognized supplier to Amazon because you're, you're sourcing used books. And so it's very hard to fight all of these things. They like... As an Amazon bookseller, my approach would be to tell you to just, you have to monitor it, watch it, and try to figure out, okay, is there just something I, like, if you're buying a book from a certain supplier and you continually get dinged on it, you might want to stop buying it from that source. Unfortunately, because this 
the way Amazon designs this stuff, it is, it is designed to be able to, that you can go in and defend yourself and not, and have these things removed so they never affect your account. But in my experience as an Amazon bookseller, that doesn't really work. Be just because, like I said, because of the invoice thing. So the most important thing, the good thing about selling used books is generally you're at a lot, 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 lot less of a risk of getting any of these infractions that they monitor. So the biggest thing is, is to, is to just be constantly monitoring these items and just make sure that you're not getting into a bad area. And I would tell you in the worst case scenario, if you start to get in an area where your inventory is where you're where you're you're worried about your account getting suspended send me an email let me know where you're sitting at in that bar and what's causing it and there's a lot of ways to after a certain amount of time those things fall off your record and in the worst case scenario if you're in that situation what you can do is you can just simply remove all your inventory from Amazon, don't sell anything for six months and let those things fall off and then get, get yourself, you'll be back in a good status. There are options if you get into trouble in there, but the most important thing is to just to never get into trouble. And the best way to never get in trouble is to just monitor what's happening and try to figure out why, if you are getting these infractions, why they happen. Now, I want to understand, I want everybody to understand that most of these infractions are based on customer feedback. So the customer is initiating you getting these infractions or it might be some other outside entity that causes you to get these, in, these infractions. But it's usually generally people, somebody is coming in and giving Amazon some sort of information that's triggering these infractions and and generally that's done through feedback maybe they're they might be they might be like calling into amazon and the agent is taking a note that triggers a system to cause one of these infractions whatever it might be but there's some sort of data point coming in from an external source that's telling amazon hey this is a problem and we're going to infract you for it so uh, in in hindsight of it all a lot of these issues you might get one and there really is nothing you can do about it. There there just simply isn't. And the good thing about it, like like I said, with the experience of used books, it isn't very common that you run into one of these infractions. But if you do run into the one of these infractions, you might look at it and be like, I don't know what to do about this. There, I mean, the person is saying this. I, I can't imagine the book had that problem, but maybe it did. Or, you know, like why... How do I defend that? And unfortunately, in most situations, there is no way to defend it. So you need to, in that in that sense, that's where it comes back to why you just need to be monitoring this and make sure you never get into a dangerous level. And if you start to feel like you're in a dangerous level, like I said, if you get to that point and you don't know what to do, reach out to sales at kingsridgemedia.com. I'm happy to help you figure out the next move to to safe to basically secure your account until until you're back into a safe place. Now, 
most of the time when you want if you're doing that what's going to end up happening is you're going to take all or most of your inventory offline to do that so it don't reach out to me if you're not willing to do that. If you're going to look at me and say, no, I can't do that. This is my livelihood. Well, then you're just going to have to risk it and hope your account doesn't get suspended because, you know, at a certain point, there's not a whole lot you can do. So, but there are options if you're willing to make sure, you know, if you're willing to do what needs to be done to make sure your account is safe, there are options we can give you to do that. But if one of the things stipulations is I can absolutely not stop selling things, you might just be in trouble and you might just have to risk it. That is the number one thing that I would advise you to recommend is get to protect your account is to get more to make sure you understand that performance tab and make sure that you're constantly monitoring what's happening with your account. If you see an action required email in your mailbox, do not ignore it. Read it. Understand it and figure out, you know, put some thought into, is this something I'm doing or is this an infraction that just came through because a customer complained about something that I can't really control? And if it is something that the customer just complained about, just make sure it's not happening on a critical, on a, they're going to happen every once in a while. But like generally my accounts, my account, I might get one or two a year, which is, for the volume I sell, is 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 it's never anything to worry about. But if you're getting them on a pretty consistent basis, there is probably something you're doing wrong, and you need to dig into what that is and what you need to fix to fix it before it becomes a huge problem. The other thing I want to talk about, just briefly touch on, which is going to be covered more deeply in an in, in another episode but I just want to touch on it right now is we're going to go into and this might might even be in the next episode that this comes up I'm not 100% sure I don't have the episode list in front of me right now but what we're going to talk about is is when you design your book selling business you're going to start thinking about other revenue streams you can draw in to that business that are not from Amazon and this is a great way to protect your, your business because if you employ these strategies, now you're not pulling every dollar of your business from Amazon in from Amazon. So if you have a decent split between your business from Amazon and maybe these other channels that you're bringing money in from, you can protect yourself a little bit. If Amazon does do something, well, now it's not as big of a deal because you still have these streams of income coming in. And I strongly recommend from day one, you don't have to implement channels outside of Amazon from from day one. In fact, I would recommend you do not because I find that the if you want the most success, you should focus on one project at a time, get that project working before you jump to a different project. But if you do, but I do think that from day one, you should be thinking about this because I cannot tell you how many people I run into that are Amazon sellers. They get into Amazon and they start selling lots and lots of stuff. And they're like, why would I ever leave Amazon? And I silently sit there and say, well, I would leave Amazon because what happens if Amazon ever does anything and you lose your whole business? I would be looking at other channels to be making money. 
but once people get into that groove where they're making a ton of money off this channel, it's just, it's really hard to wrap your head around going off and doing something else because it's like, well, I could just stay focused on this and just continue and continue to grow this. But it's also putting you at risk. So in a future episode, we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do to expand into channels beyond just your, just Amazon. We're going to talk about different ways, more advanced ways that you can actually protect your Amazon, like the funds that are coming in from Amazon as well, and and just how you can grow your business off of Amazon, which is which is the number one fo number one one of the most important things. Again, not day one you need to be focusing on, but it is something that you should be thinking about from day one, because. Otherwise, you're going to become one of these people that get wrapped up into Amazon and you're going to say, well, why would I ever leave Amazon? And then bam, one day your account's going to get suspended and you're going to be like, I just lost everything. So with that solemn message right there, I'm going to wrap this episode up. If there are questions about this episode, feel free to reach out to me. Email sales at kingsridgemedia.com. And again, um, check out the show notes. Check out some of those services. We have sourcing services. We have customer uh, support services available to any Amazon bookseller. Um, so check those out. You might find something in there that is basically missing from your business and we'd love to help you out and get that going on your business. So, so check those out in the show notes. And as always, if there are any questions, just reach out to me. Again, that email is sales at kingsridgemedia.com. Thanks again for everybody for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Prime Bookseller Podcast. Join us for the next episode as we discuss all things Amazon bookselling.